On tonight's show, we are talking eligibility, Thomas. A lot of athletes got that back. Yeah, not us, but you know what they say. Less money, more problems, and uh, that might not be a good thing for the schools. And we're talking a brand new logo that is just turning the Sunbelt social media world upside down right now. It's a new look for us. It's a new look for the conference. Let's get to it. Roll it. On the show tonight, we've got every night was a battle. You can lock this in, take it to the bank. No class at all. It's unbelievable. They should see a, a, a relatively quick turnaround. Show me the money. Big water slide, snow cone truck and everything. One team stands alone. Well, you know what I think about Troy. I'm losing my mind over here. We've got the moment you've all been waiting for. Of course. That's right. It's a video podcast. That's basically what we're doing right now, Thomas. Uh, I Coming to you. you in living color. In living color on your screens instead of just through your ears, I guess. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. there are going to be some of you that are listening through your ears, and you're like, what's he talking about? Well, it's because we didn't record in our usual manner this week. We did uh, not. Social distancing. We finally got with the program, and now we're in completely different areas, parts of the world. We are. He's in his room. I'm in my, uh, I guess he's at his house. I'm at my house. Uh, and we're, we're doing this through, uh, I, what, what the heck? We'll give him a little credit. We're doing this through Skype. And, I mean, uh, it's, we have it's made to. It. There's like a little logo in one of these corners over oh, here. Oh yeah, there is. There is. Probably, so, yeah. so, so it's branded in. So, uh, but no social distancing, uh, just thank you for being here. Uh, we are the bench boys and I'm calling. I'm Thomas. And yeah, it, this is our faces now. A lot of you might not know what we look like, but uh, uh, no, this is this is something new. This hopefully isn't the new normal, but this is also something really cool that we've finally been able to make work. Hey, and, you don't uh, know. This might be the new normal. It might uh, be the new video, normal. So. It, it might be. There's a lot of new normal going on, and uh, uh, especially in the NCAA. So let's just get to that in Out the Gate. Out of the Gate. And out the gate, I mean, out the gate, the easy news to talk about this entire week, probably for the next couple of months, is the fact that spring sport athletes got their eligibility or were or saved their eligibility uh, that they can use next year. That was a huge deal that came out yesterday as voted on by the NCAA. I mean, this is an unprecedented vote that happened yesterday. And uh, for for these kids – Baseball. What do we talk about? Baseball, rifle. What were some of the other? Softball. Softball. Volleyball, I think, was going on, too. Men's volleyball, yeah. Men's and women's volleyball. Beach volleyball. That was one of our very first episodes. And so those, all those kids, all those athletes, they get the chance to have some more time to play college sports. Right. And and before we get any further, you know, it – Winter sport athletes are really out of luck. They, that's just it. The NCAA said, no, we're not. If your if your season was uh, even like halfway completed, you know, basketball, um, I think there might have been a track and field or something in there. Ice hockey is what it was. Mm. Um, if if you're most of your season's yeah. complete, wrestling, yeah. you're done. That's it. So bad. Too bad. So long. Get out. It, I mean, it's a tough break. There's a lot of a lot of people that are. You know, whether it ranging from a college athlete to the normal 
person like with a job. I mean, everybody is being affected by this pandemic. That has been duly highlighted in a lot of different medias through t- television, through us talking about it. Everybody's talked about it. And, you know, I was reading an article earlier today that it the guy basically said it's not a rip- ripple effect. This is an undertow. Like, and you are in the athletic world, it is an undertow because people, you're going to get drugged back out and slammed against the shoreline here with all the effects that are still yet to happen. And there's, there's still big things that could still fall. Like, yes, we talked about the tournament falling. That was a huge thing falling, but there's a bigger, there's a bigger domino out there that we don't even want to really speak into existence because we've done that before with the other leagues falling, but college football is that big domino and I don't want to get into it tonight, but that's what a lot of athletic directors as, as I've read all of them that have done interviews, it college football is the next thing. And if college football falls, that's going to be a huge, huge domino for, for college. You almost can't, you almost can't talk about this eligibility issue without mentioning that because we talked about it last time. Um, the problem, the biggest problem, and we'll get to more into this in depth in a little bit, is the revenue income, the, the, the finance, financial income, the windfall that comes from March Madness. And college football, you said that March Madness was probably the biggest money maker. Football is absolutely the biggest money making sport, not just oh, the easily. So, easily. I mean, easily. You talk about, I mean, from co- TV contracts to pulling people in. I mean, it, we've, we've, do, we've highlighted this for. Uh, seasons of of our show already and uh you know football is the is what everybody is trying to salvage at this point i mean when when the tuscaloosa mayor has to come out and say stay inside or we won't be able to watch the alabama crimson tide like not because stay inside to save lives it's stay inside to so we can actually watch football come fall time that should tell you the amount of impact it has on a college, on a town that that the colleges reside in. I mean, it's it, it the the, co- the college football world is it it its level of of the money it brings in is just incredible compared to anything else. I mean, nothing else compares to it in in no, college and athletics. You're, you're right. Like uh, it 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 is there. There's so much riding on it so many other things and and i think you hit it best when you said the towns that matter these smaller towns that happen to have the monroe louisiana's the troy Mm -hmm. alabama's uh the the i wouldn't say jonesboro but like these smaller towns that have statesboro these smaller towns like in in the sun belt that don't have the major media markets to support it nope this is exactly the kind of thing that affects the sun belt most Yep. And before we get too far into it, um, we can go back to the eligibility thing. Yeah, it I was just, about to. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't, yeah, it wasn't a smooth transition, but whatever. Um, you. Well, I, well, this is what I was going to do. I was going to break down what, kind of what happened here. Um, if you haven't heard, uh, obviously the spring sports they get their eligibility. There's a the, we've highlighted that the questions of it, uh, we're, and we're going to get into how are they going to be able to afford to do this. But what this does though is you have a lot of guys that. Four-year guys who are seniors, even five-year guys who have been in college for five years that have maybe played four years already, they are all able to get one more year of playing time, which is an unprecedented move for anybody to do. But then that also – it's going to create a lot of obstacles that they do. Now, a lot of people were asking about how are they going to 
like how they're financially going to fund this. Like there's a student or athlete assistant fund assistance fund that a lot of them, including me, I, I think a lot of schools are going to try to dip into that. But how much how much money is there for that? Are we talking a stimulus plan of two trillion dollars sitting around? Probably not. Like so, no. what what no. is how much are schools really going to be able to dip in and like somehow offset having more athletes there to be on scholarship. And, and the NCAA said it's going to be up to the schools, which we said they would, to to figure out who gets what, what the what the size of scholarship there is that the person gets. So you could have a guy that probably had everything paid for his final year, the year before, had you know room and board paid for, books paid for. They might do a thing where – uh, you you might have to pay for books next year. Now, are collegiate athletes are they gonna you know are college kids twenty something year old kids are they gonna want to say oh yeah I'll come back for another year of school and oh yeah I'll pay I'll foot the bill instead of what what I had last year or do I go on and go on with my career outside of athletics um, or go play professionally? Um, so no, uh, it's there's a fourth option there with the transfer portal. I yeah. wasn't gonna bring this one up too much, but. I know as following Troy basketball, it seems like half the team has already entered the transfer portal. And I don't know if it's necessarily an effect of this particular ruling, but I get the feeling we're going to see a lot of Sunbelt players entering the transfer portal just because these schools aren't going to be able to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's definitely true. Um, and, and, but I, that's, I, I think that's like down the, down the list of like of like things that are the just impactful things i mean that's going to be a deal we've seen it already in the Sun Belt with a lot of basketball guys entering into the transfer portal but it's just i i still can't get over the fact i don't know how they're going to pay for it i really don't know how how they're going to pay for it and and uh no i i think that gets into our gets into our argument of where's the money going to come from and now we're talking there's less money coming to schools. I mean, the, the NCAA also announced yesterday or today the fact that there's going to be $375 million less coming to all these schools. And that is huge. I mean, huge. Reading, uh, reading an article from the Philadelphia Inquirer where they interviewed a lot of former athletic directors and former uh, commissioners of conferences, of smaller, of, of mid-major conferences – that's, and they are quoting saying a million dollars to a mid-major school. That that's huge. And the fact that th- there's there's going to be conferences that end up missing out on thirty million, close to thirty million dollars, where instead of them getting thirty-five million dollars, they're only going to get fifteen for the entire conference. I mean, and then you've got to split that between ten to twelve different schools, and then you throw on the fact that oh yeah, and we're going to let you guys, we're going to let you decide how are you going to pay these extra student athletes that are going to be on your campuses? We're going to let you figure out how to uh, supplement, you know, how they, if they live on campus still and all that stuff, like there's the, the schools themselves are, are behind such an eight ball right now that I, I don't, I'm not an, an economic, you know, I'm, I don't know. I'm not great at math. I'm a journalist that that's, it's, it's been proven, but I don't know how, schools are going to be able to do this. It's, it's just, it's a great, I'm happy that they got the eligibility, but it just, now we've opened up this so much stuff has to be done now. 
And this goes back to previous conversations we've had where we literally looked into the money that these schools are getting. And yes, I've looked, we looked more into the football side of things, but I think it's pretty safe to still go back to that as a, as a rule of thumb in what these schools are needing. You've got ULM schools that are literally breaking, like making the enough barely. to pay the bills barely. with football. It's yeah. barely. And that's they might even football. be losing yeah. money. Yeah. You have, Schools like UTA that don't have football at all that are just happy to get by, but they just lost their biggest moneymaker in basketball. Mm -hmm. So this, I, I really feel like more than any other conference, this is going to be affecting the Sun Belt a lot. We just don't know it yet. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, mid-majors are going to be affected, but you got to think this is the NCAA made this decision. This affects power fives. This is this affects mid-majors. This, it does. This affects it absolutely group. does. This affects groups, the group of five. This affects Division Two, II, Division Three, and those are, uh, especially Division Three. That's tuition based. A lot of that stuff is tuition based. That that's, I mean, the, like enrollment and 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 that stuff. And now they're not getting, they aren't getting the numbers for from. They aren't getting the money down from the NCAA. That I mean, those schools are going to be really hit hard, and they're expected to be able to. To pay more people, there's just, it's just like what it's, we said a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't just go into the scholarships. This is the funding that pays for everything. Yeah. Like you, you don't just like funnel all the basketball money to the basketball program. Mm -mm. When you are UTA and you have no football team, you funnel the basketball money to the women's basketball, the baseball, the softball, the track and field, all these other sports that you've got. Yeah. And so. You really kind of have to start figuring out what am I going to prioritize? What are the sports that are going to come first? What sports matter the most to me, and mm -hmm. how can I pay for them before I get to the other sports? Yeah, and 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 the big the big domino that we already talked about was the NCAA tournament. The NCAA tournament was big for the mid majors. That was the tournament that guaranteed that was like guaranteed money basically for them that they're going to get some sort of money off of this nine hundred million dollar deal that the NCAA has every single year that's gone I mean that's that's literally gone and so they're going to affect with that they're, that's that's going to be the big thing that impacts them what's going to impact the power five schools is what happens with football and and obviously that's still a what if scenario NCAA's already happened that's there it's happened it's going to affect mid-majors there is no doubt in my mind that there's there's going to have to be cuts someplace it, it, there's no way schools can can keep up it's just and then and and we're just talking athletics tom we haven't even started talking about you you don't have kids staying on campus parents are going to have to get refunds pa they're going to have to get prorated that's millions of dollars in in just room and board that they're going to have to pay back so they're they're already dealing with that so they're going to have to try to find cuts someplace and athletics is where that's going to happen. At. It's it's just it's bound to happen. It We've is. already seen it in, in the article that I was reading from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Temple has already cut five percent of its budget for its all of its sports already. We're, we're already we're we're what three weeks into this thing, and they're already having to cut. You go and look at the schools with either no football or young football programs, and for the most part, they're all obviously going to be group of five teams. But you get to the South Alabama, you get to the Texas Arlington, you get uh, the the storyline that I hear the most when it's 
hey, there's a football team that's starting up, or should we start up a football team? It's always pushback from the academic. That's the that's the cliche is that, oh, we want to focus on academics. We don't mm-hmm. need sports. But, I mean, in some for some schools, you kind of do. You rely on that. Yeah. But you might be defaulting back to that and having the academics. You are a college. That is what you're set up for. You default back into what it is you were originally set up to do. And the way you make your most money is by just being a college and teaching kids. Yeah, I mean, just to put it in perspective, I've got some stats here. Division two members will only receive will receive four percent of the actual revenue. So currently projected to be about close to thirteen million dollars, which is thirty million dollars less. That's all of division two. Not not a conference all getting thirteen million dollars. Division three will receive 3% of actual revenues. So that's close to $10 million, which normally they'd get about 20. It's actually $10 million is $22 million less than what they would get on a normal year. That is huge. I mean, there, there's also quoting from from some articles that I was reading, the smaller conferences. When, when we're talking a million dollars for a small school like that, that pays for a lot of things. And the fact that now you're, I mean, you're cutting millions of dollars out of an entire division that you've got to pay a bunch of schools, a bunch of member schools. It's, it's just, it's not going to add up. And, and I guess back to the point of like eligibility, I know we've, we've kind of turned on to the, you know, the less money, more problems type thing. I, I think we've highlighted it pretty well already that you, you've just put this responsibility onto schools that it, it's going to put them in such a bad spot. I mean, I understand you're trying to, you're trying to make the athletes happy. I understand that, but you're gonna like this decision is gonna put schools in 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 binds that it. A lot of them, they, th- there's no way they aren't gonna be able to offer. They aren't. They are not gonna be able to offer the same amount of scholarships to these players, specifically baseball players, that they did the year before. It's just. It's just not gonna happen. So. And it makes me wonder. Um. And specific, specifically, if I can say the word specifically. Uh. <laughs> right. What is going to happen to schools like West Florida and Spring Hill, schools yep. in our backyard? And mm-hmm. I think it's worth actually looking more into what would happen with West Florida. Yes, they have a. Yes, they have a well-known program now. You'd still have people that are like, "That's a good program." Two national title trips in in four years, and one was a win. I might want to go there. So they're still recruiting there. But they're a Division II school. If they're losing all this money that they like, they say they are. They're not getting the scholarships that way they say they are. What's going to happen to that program? How are they going to survive? And will be they be as competitive as they have been in the last four years mm-hmm. as a brand new program? Yeah. And I know I keep coming at this from the football perspective, but like that's you said, the domino. I mean, it that's is the domino. Yeah. If if football, I mean, if football goes. We can. I can't understate like the fact of of what will happen to college athletics. I mean, it 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 will it it will have such a huge of just college and it just universities, secondary education, I, the effects, the ramifications that 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 will have on teachers getting paid, buildings getting billed, like just bills being paid on time for these universities. It there's there's so much that can happen. If that doesn't happen, I mean, when they when they interview 
athletic directors that did not want to be named. And they literally, one of them had a list of their four things that they were worried about most. The top three were no college football, no college football, and no college football. That was their top three worries of anything. I mean, I know he's an athletic director, but that is uh, – chancellors, presidents are worrying about that at schools, not just athletic directors. So uh, – but, you know, the, I, I know we're back to being doom and gloom this week, and uh, – uh, but it's just it's just how it is. I mean, it's, this was, It is the nature of the beast, yeah. You no, know, it's it's the nature of the beast, and, and unfortunately, I think the NCAA, again, like I, – I, I'm really shocked that they made this decision, in my opinion. I just – for them, because of of the way they've they treated the whole conversation of pay your pay the players and and that whole deal and the fact they didn't do anything for the longest time, this seems to be a 180 from how they handled that situation. Absolutely, like just Absolutely. a complete 180. Where the reason why they didn't allow anything about any likeness or anything was you say no to everything and nothing. Like you just say no to that simple thing. We don't have any other problems. They could have said no to this. Like, yes, it would have been terrible for athletes. It would have sucked. You lose a lot of work. I mean, I, it still sucks for, for for basketball players. It still sucks for wrestlers. It still sucks for guys who play ice hockey. They worked their, their tails off literally their entire season, and all they had left was the time to win a national title, and that's gone. So it sucks for them. Why not just make it suck for all the people this year? It, it, it sucks no matter what. And so now – you're, we're going to be back discussing this next year. I guarantee it. it. It'll be in discussions for the next couple of years, to be honest with you. And so I'd, it's just a 180 type of decision that you, would, you wouldn't think the NCAA would make. I would have thought they would See, have said, you just got to make a sacrifice. I have to disagree with you there just because this is exactly what they would have done. This is exactly the kind of thing that they would do. When it came to the paying your players issue, mm-hmm. they literally they did say no, but they passed the buck. They said, we're not doing that. Somebody else can do that. In this case, they're doing the same thing. Uh, the knee-jerk reaction was to save face with PR because they literally had just shut down the March Madness. There was nothing worse that they can do. And you think of it from a PR standpoint, you may as well just throw somebody a bone. Yeah. But what did they do? They passed the buck. They put it back on the schools. Oh, yeah. Y'all figure it out. Yeah, and I mean, I know people are saying, well, schools are part of the NCAA. Yes, they are members of the NCAA. They, and there's a very, this, it was enacted by the Division One Council, which has, I think, 32 members on it. Uh, one, uh, I guess, one representative from each conference in Division One and Power Five, or excuse me, Division One, you have representatives from Division Two. You have athletic directors. You've got board of commissioners uh, from different conferences. You actually have students that are on this. You have chancellors that are on this board. Yes, they made votes, but there's how many schools in this country? There's what 357 Division One schools just in Division One, and yeah. so you have 357 different schools. Not every school is the same. That should be a point. And so just because you have 32 people voting on it and agreeing on it, and I'm sure that there was – I'm sure it wasn't a unanimous vote to give one only spring athletes – You know, I'm sure they had they tried to meet in the middle of some sort between all of these people. But it's just 
this just this decision i i don't know i, I I'm I'm glad athletes have eligibility, but I just it in the schools I think it's going to affect more athletes than just one year. I mean, we're talking one year of an athlete. Yes, it sucks that it was you, but now this is going to affect you know 2022, 2023, 2024. It's going to affect all of those athletes, and so that's that to me that that I guess that's my argument is this the the sacrifice of one year's worth of athletes that okay sucks you don't get your you don't get your eligibility or the next three years because that's what i think it's going to do so but well and i i think i I think the end point of this is um yes it's going to stink but in a way they mitigated the damage mitigated the damage and they only put it on baseball softball and the spring sports because if they had done this to winter sports if they had given um Who's the big Auburn player? Um, the guy who's leaving for the draft. If they had given any basketball players, Dayton's basketball players, they oh, come OB back Tobin. another year, and yeah. that's going to throw the big, the big money-making event off track. Yeah. But yeah. with baseball, they can get away with a lot more changing and moving, mm-hmm. and with fewer sports and with fewer income sure. revenue sports, it's as little of an effect as they possibly could make. Yeah. I'm sure they had some sort of accountant in there or some sort of one would uh, hope <laughs> some sort of advisor in there that would tell them, okay, this is how many people that we could probably budget. Like I, they did their homework. Um, I don't want to say that they just pushed the paper out to schools, but there's, there's just the responsibility that schools have now. And they're going to be in a no, they're going to be in a lose lose situation because you're not going to be able to offer everybody the same thing. So, um, but I yeah. Can, so, yeah. Uh, no, I was just going to wrap it up. I, I think that's uh, that that's it's it's a good a very bittersweet day. I don't know if that's like too cliche, but it, it's that's that's kind of how I view it in terms of athletic directors. I mean, so. but you're also not wrong. So you know. Yeah. Um, basically, I think the bottom line there is everything is going to look different. The mm-hmm. The conferences are going to look different. The teams are going to look different uh, just in one way or another when we come to the spring sports next year. Mm-hmm. Now, you know where I'm going with this. Oh, God. Oh, I see. Right? You didn't even know. <laughs> the you master, didn't realize I was the doing master this. of transitions. I, I try. Yeah. Um, we are more than likely going to have a new look conference coming up in the next couple of months. Yeah. When they may say anything, we don't know. But let's talk about it in Around the Belt. Around the Belt. That's right. Uh, if you have been on Twitter the past two or three days, you have likely seen my handiwork. Investigation, I think. Uh, and in, yes, well our investigation yes um the guys over the trojan wall and Alyssa. Alyssa was a part of it too um so basically the bot the story of it is uh this picture was posted onto the the, the message boards uh sunbelt message boards by a guy named joe jag he grabbed this he got a screen grab from south alabama's junior day broadcast they went live. They didn't have like a, a, a senior day or anything. They had a junior day where I guess they um, fielded questions and walked around and showed off the building. 
when they went into the practice facility, it was pretty obvious that the normal pinwheel Sunbelt logo was not there. Um, if you go back and watch it, you can actually go see it on their Facebook page right now. It st- should still be up. But, like, you got Coach Campbell walking around there, and it's in the background there. And then they go upstairs to the part where they can look over on the field, and they swing the camera by, and you get the shot where they grab the screen grab of the new logo just in the field. And so this person was like, is this the new? Is this a new logo for the Sunbelt? Is this a new branding identity for it? And I just happened to not be in town that moment. So Alyssa and I grabbed everything up and ran over there. And come to find out, you standing outside the gates, you can see in the middle of the field where that logo would be. It is very much not the pinwheel. It is very much that picture that is there. It is not the pinwheel. It is that logo. And so I ran home. and Well, we ran home. I didn't leave Alyssa there, but... She let me use her computer, and I pulled up and put together uh, uh, basically what I could best – the best way I could uh, appropriate it, a representation of what I saw on the field. And then I'd I say went you did ahead. pretty well. Thank you. I, <laughs> it's not exact. I know it's not perfect, but, like, people were like, wait till we see it in other teams' colors, and I'm like – Okay, let me just do that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but then later on in the day, uh, one of our writers at the Trojan Wall um, just happened to be in touch with somebody at Troy, a, a source at Troy, and they basically confirmed to him, you know, that actually is supposed to be the thing. So between Trojan Wall and uh, Alyssa and I driving around on a Sunday afternoon, we pieced the whole thing together and it actually blew up more Monday and Tuesday than I did on Sunday, which is surprising to me. But, um, it's funny because there are people that will go and it's like, no, I just drew something based on it's all at the field. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. It, it, it's out there for sure. I can tell you, I saw it with my own eyes what was on the field there, and it is not the pinwheel logo. Beyond that, I can't make anything that's not a that's not a, an assumption or or just just I guess exaggeration. So yeah, I mean, uh, one good good investigation by you. Uh, I'm sure that was really fun to to do. Oh um, yeah, yeah, it's fun for sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is. I, you would have thought there would have been some sort of like, I mean, we haven't really reached out to the Sunbelt offices or anything. No. Uh, but they probably have a little bit more going on their hands. With, right. You know, than, than their logo. I mean, that's their brand, though. I mean, that's a it big is. deal. It, uh, is, it is a big deal to yeah. see a major conference changing its look. And yeah. th- again, that's an assumption on our part. The only thing that I can do is put together pieces of the puzzle. If you look at where this picture was found, it's South Alabama. They got a brand new stadium. They got a brand new field. So, of course, they're not going to put an old logo on it. Why would you do that? Why would not just go ahead and put the logo on it rather than – The the interesting thing for me is that – so there's there's that logo is there. Uh, Yes. but there is no 
like from their statement they released a statement about the eligibility literally march 30th so it would have been earlier this week they still use the pinwheel well of so, course so obviously they aren't ready to push no, it out yet they, they so, there was no way for them to be ready for this yeah and i don't think to come at it from two perspectives first of all obviously obviously the coronavirus pandemic affecting everything is the number one reason they didn't say anything and that they won't say anything until the time is right. I mean, it's, I, I, I understand it and it's completely, it, it's, it's just the right thing to do is to not address it whatsoever. Um, but second of all, if this were normal operations, if there was no coronavirus, if Duke did end up winning the mass, the March madness or whatever, um, it's not like they would be releasing anything about it anyway. Even if this had leaked and we were under normal circumstances and we were still waiting on baseball to happen, I don't think they would have said anything about it, period. I think, I think it's a summer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And to me, all signs kind of point to uh, media day anyway. Because, I mean, you're going to be out of school anyway. You're going to have people coming by at that point, And you're going to have to be making materials with the logos on it. And so that's the best time for everything to turn over right yeah. before summer or yeah. excuse me, football. Yeah. Before football season. Yeah. Uh, no, it, I, I think just talking about the rebrand, I, I don't want to call it a rebrand. It's just, I think it's just the next step. I, I, I don't it's, think this conference didn't need a rebrand. I, 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 we're, we're going up. We've talked about that. Um, but just the, the change in the, 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 the logo, obviously, you know, we we heard from you know Ben Whitehead, you know been on yeah. sports, uh, big time. I mean, and, and it was so funny even today. Like, there's some construction going on across my from my apartment complex, and giant truck, Sunbelt Rentals, and yeah. like so he he posted that picture, and I'm like, so this morning I see it, and I'm like, oh wow, like but that's like, and it looks eerily similar. I mean, there's is like a sun, obviously, but it's still. This like I mean we've we've posted online uh, the core like the comparisons of the two and maybe they want to get away from that maybe they want to be different I mean uh, there's yeah. how how many what conferences major conferences have you really seen change their change their logo in the last five it, to ten years it really only happened with expansion expansion yeah. which is which is a fun theory that I, that. I know some of our friends at Forgotten Five are like joking about, but um, I I think that's the hitting the nail on the head. I think Ben hit the na- the nail on the head with that because there is there are so many open doors to that legally, and I know for a fact that uh, our buddy we'll have to ask him about this friend of the show, Troy Athletic Director Brent Jones. Mm, yeah. He was at Southern Miss when that logo swapped over. Uh, he was working there when that logo. So he might. I don't know if he has any experience with that. We'll have to ask him about that and compare the two here. But I want. I, I bet you he has more working knowledge of of the ins and outs of this process than anything. And he probably could tell you, yeah, this is a very similar thing. Iowa set up Southern Miss. Iowa sued Southern Miss over how similar their logo looked, and you would know as an Iowa fan. Oh yeah. And then. So Southern Miss redid their logo. That's exactly yeah. what happened. And yeah. I guarantee you, if anything, 
this is preventative. Mm-hmm. This is a preventative move from the conference to prevent anything, anything. from falling back on them. Yeah. No, I think I, it's fresh. It, we have a new commissioner. I mean, it, uh, I mean, I was talking to you earlier this week about you know that like that's that's a big deal. I mean, this isn't like is. a small corporation that you're changing. This is an entire conference. This is your this is your logo. This is your brand. This is your image. And maybe he came in here and I mean, this is about being different. You know, that's and we've we've constantly talked about how the smaller conferences, the smaller schools, they have to be different. You know, they have to show that we are more progressive than the old tried and true, the, the Big Tens, the Pac-12s, which was the Pac-10 at one point uh, until they rebranded, and, or, and the Big 12s and the SECs. we got to be different than them. So let's, let's, let's change something up. And so yeah. that's he's, he's kind of like a general manager coming in. He's going to change some things up. He's going to see what happens, and we're going to go from there. And I think this is – Obviously, he's not the only one making this decision. There's a board and everything, but I'm sure a lot of it's coming through him. Just talking with people in that office in the first week of this was me just talking with 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 somebody that was in there in the Sunbelt office. They were talking about all of the things that they are looking at doing from expanding social media to 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 just the freshness and kind of not the fact that they were kind of stalled out like lacking but the fact that there's so many good ideas coming and he is all about that i mean he is all about trying something new and taking 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 steps taking jumps and and being out of the box which i i don't want to say the last guy wasn't but he seems a lot more adept to and taking that step so this might be of one it, of them i i think part of it is um it's it, that's the kind of thing that happens when somebody gets uh, I guess promoted to the next level because he he's never been uh, a, a conference commissioner like no, this. The first African American. Yeah, right. I, mean, I mean he was the first. Like no, he's he's never been never been at the head of a conference. So he was an associate commissioner. He was yeah. running, um, I think basketball or something. Yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah, and, and and finances, and so he's good with the money and he's good with the financials. Uh, but like. Good. <laughs> But when somebody like that happens, you get this burst of energy. I mean, the easiest thing for me to say as a Troy fan is to look at Scott Cross and Neil Brown. What did we talk about when they came in? A new energy, a new uh, excitement around the program. Maybe he's doing that same thing in the corporate offices at the conference. And, I mean, obviously this decision uh, came across his desk. So I, 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 I think the motives are perfectly i obviously have like, no right. problem with it yeah so yeah for sure well yeah it's been very interesting uh uh to to watch the investigation unfold and uh it was fun to watch and then obviously just just the pickup of of your work that you did i don't know the copyright thing there but uh we'll get into that later but well, just the fact that you kind of took upon and created something i think that kind of helped kind of fuel it a little bit and uh no it was definitely definitely fun Fun watching, and I'm sure we'll be talking about this for the next couple of weeks. Uh, just trying to figure out: is it official yet? When is it official? When's the move going to happen? So, uh, uh, real quick, uh, there is no copyright thing to it. It's, okay. We'll call it fan art. Call it what you want. Okay. Okay. That, uh, that works. I I know there are going to be a lot of differences between what I did 
and the final version that we oh. inevitably see. Yeah. Part of that's on purpose. Part of that's limitations. But like, I tried to represent what I saw. Yeah. And that's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. That's good. So, all right. Well, yeah. With that, uh, we've got one more thing to talk about. We got some quick hitters. So let's just get into it. Quick hitters. And finally, some quick hitters just to finish up the episode tonight. Uh, the NFL draft, we're like three weeks away from it. It's uh, basically we're in early April here. A lot of things have been canceled, but they are still full go on the NFL draft. They are going to somehow figure this out. I don't know how since considering they're going to have 32 teams there unless they're going to somehow do a Zoom meeting uh, and get get 32 boxes of people there. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do like because you're not allowed to have like what more than 10 people now in a room. Um, so that'll be interesting, but they're doing some cool things already, uh, that they announced that, you know, so for on the day of NFL draft, the players aren't going to be there. Like they, there's not, there's no, there's literally going to be nobody walking across that stage and grabbing a Jersey and taking their picture with it and guys crying and all that What's, stuff. Like, you know, it's in the gondola there is in, no, in, Las in Las Vegas. Yeah. yeah. There's no gondola. No. It's just going to be an empty gondola uh, rolling up and like yeah. the commissioner leans over and like picks up the thing yeah. and says first pick joe burrow puts it back down the gondola yeah. just keeps going going <laughs> yeah no there's gonna be no green room so there will be nobody like aaron Rodgers uh hanging out in the green room or anything like that but it's it just kind of some cool things i was reading uh the nfl has begun inviting top prospects to participate virtually in next month's draft those communications continue in all 50 plus uh draft picks are supposed to be basically involved via video, social media, etc. some other things. Just no trips for Las Vegas, but players and families will receive a draft package. So I wonder what's part of the draft package. That'll be interesting. And it, it, there's a letter that was sent out. It said, our plan is to connect with you, with the NFL fans, watching the draft live from around the world directly from your home. So I'm assuming they're gonna, there's going to be a lot of guys at the houses, a lot of film crews. Uh, filming these guys. So yes, the NFL's newest players will join the league and hashtag stay at home is the thing. So, but there's just some, there's still like frustration. Like what, what we were kind of saying earlier is people are, they're like, how are you going to, how are you going to do this? I mean, you've got 32 teams that are going to be represented there. That's, and, and what, even if you have one representative from each team that's in that room, that's in there in Las Vegas, you're still over the threshold that the CDC has for people you know, at an event yeah. or something like that. So there's a lot of like hoops that they have to figure out, but they're Goodell's like, no, nope, we're doing it. Like, I mean, this well, is, that's a big deal for them. So the number one thing that gets that I, I the reason I think it's, it's fine. Nothing's going to be really different is I, if you see like video of old, really old drafts, like in the seventies and eighties, you see rooms with bunches of telephones and that's pretty much the same way that they do them now. Like dry, like recruiting, they have their war room where everybody's in there. They got their whiteboard. They're who they're picking, and then they got the red Batman phone. They're gonna pick it up and call the commissioner and tell him his who we're picking. Yeah. That's not what bothers me. What bother what what makes me interested in everything is what is in the draft bag. What is in the draft package? The package, like, right? Are you gonna get like 32 different like a, a jersey for each team with your name on it? Like. 32 hats. Are you getting your own little camera and lighting setup like I have here? Like, are you gonna be live streaming yourself yeah. for ESPN? Yeah. Like, 
what's going on? How much is it? And what are you getting out of it? Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, but I mean, they've got the money, so we'll right. see what happens. Um, but yeah, so that was our little quick hitter. And, uh, I think is that it for, for you? I don't, I don't think that's we got anything else. Me. Yeah, I think no, that's I just, it. Um, it's been fun. Uh, yeah. little video podcasting going trying, on here. Trying to get uh, used to this. Yeah. That's a little bit more pressure on us. You know, you know, that little light, like, I mean, we're in t- television, but it's I that actually whole had thing to of, wash my hair this morning. Yeah, so, I had you know. to put on an actual like polo. So normally we you just did. You did. Uh, you saw all of that. <laughs> my wife did make me. Um, we'll just put that into the record right now. Um, but no, it, it's been it's this is really fun. Uh, we've already started talking about getting interviews through this just because we we've, we've been testing out. You know, can we add a third person on this? And and we have the capabilities. So be looking out uh in the future that we might do more of this um just because this is so cool what we're gonna have to do this is the new normal and the new normal might not be that bad for this type of stuff um but it's it's gonna definitely be fun uh obviously but while you're here uh hit that subscribe button you might now if you hit that subscribe button now you're gonna have another option like we're like we're gonna have some sort of video podcast now on somewhere on our social media from our Twitter, which is at the OG Bench Boys, uh, to Anchor, to Spotify, iTunes, everything. We're going to have so many options, so many ways for you to watch this podcast, listen to this podcast. And uh, so that's that's going to be the cool thing is this brand new aspect. into, And we're, what, two years in? A year and a half in, almost two years in to doing this. So it's, uh, it's definitely, definitely something cool. So uh, you got anything? If you are watching us... Yes. on youtube oh yes Go on ahead. youtube too that's right that's right there are gonna be little linky doos or something like somewhere on this screen mm-hmm. haven't figured it out yet but i'll remember for next time like where they're there supposed you to be yeah. you can hit subscribe on youtube now too and all the people listening on the podcast are like oh dude i gotta go watch them on youtube oh now you can now you can you can see thomas gleaton's sweet setup that he has and you can I see mean, these two pitiful footballs that I have over my shoulder as well, because I was not really ready for this. Uh, but no, it's uh, it's it's definitely cool, and I'm excited for this uh, for this opportunity uh, to be able to do this. So, uh, with that, uh, give us media, a follow. Subscribe, follow us, tell your friends. We're on Facebook as well. Yeah, we still have that. Um, oh, we're still doing our brackets. Yes, and we're working still on our brackets. Brackets. We're gonna get those. We're gonna get those filled out uh, here pretty quick. Uh, we're we've we've pretty much cut down ones that don't need to be in it, and so now we're figuring out seeding wise, and hopefully we have that out by the end of the week, maybe in the weekend, and uh, we can get that done, and we can have some fun with that. See who comes out with the best. Uh, best. What was the best game of the 2019 athletic season? Go ahead and follow us on Twitter too, because uh, we got a giveaway coming up soon. Yes, you we do have a giveaway. It. We do. Yep. So with that, uh, wash your hands and uh, come on back.